Mel and Kel, and this is It's Called Culture. Ever heard of it? It's called New Year, New Me. Ever heard of it? <laughs> it's a phrase that gets said every year, I think. <laughs> it's so strange because there's nothing any different about going from December 31st to January 1st. Not but for some reason, it makes you feel like you could change your life. <laughs> for like a good two months, maybe. <laughs> Exactly. (laughs) That newness wears off. And come March, you're like, I'm not going to the gym with this snowstorm outside. (laughs) And that's why we're going to do a segment today called Resolutions We Will Definitely Break by February. (laughs) You have some good ones, some questionable ones. I put my list and I'm not going to call these necessarily resolutions. They're more like goals I want to make progress towards. I just kind of rapid fire typed up my list and I don't know. It has things like A through O. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> you got you got a lot. 2024 is gonna be busy for you. And so when you looked at my notes and saw my list, I knew some of these things were gonna be like, what is happening to my friend? <laughs> Some I can definitely get on board. Definitely. <laughs> and then others. <laughs> but like you have like you have really good ones. And it's not fair because I don't have really a list. So Melissa isn't getting to see like what I'm gonna push for 2024. So I don't wanna like rack on Melissa's list because Melissa it's not fair. Like Melissa doesn't have a list to look at for mine. But there's there's some things. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do these in a random order because I don't know. I just I want to do them in a random order. I don't like the order that I wrote them down in. You have you. I want to say before you start, you have some good, healthy choices. I do. Yeah. And so one of mine, this one is probably one of the random ones, but I want to eat soup every day. Tell me how that works out for you when it's June and it's 90 degrees outside. <laughs> let me let me know if you're eating your hot bowl of soup. <laughs> I just want to also say that I think that all of my resolutions or most of them, most of them, not all of them, fit in with a very Portuguese lifestyle, like our ancestry, our ancestors in the Azores, like this. Yeah, I noticed that. Um, <laughs> I definitely noticed that. I'm, like, I'm girl, just getting in touch with them. I want to be one with the land, okay? <laughs> girls, the girls trying to get back to the Azores. I don't blame you. I, I don't. But I do want to eat soup every day. Those people on the Live to 100 documentary, soup does a body good. No, minestrone to be exact. Soup is like a wonder food. You could put anything in that pan. Yeah, I'll add that to my list. Not every day. I'm not I'm probably going to do soup every I can't do soup, hot soup in the summer. Like, that's just, it's too hot for me. You can't go wrong with soup. No. My daughter is, like, the soup queen. She will eat any soup you put in front of her. Yeah. It's, so, are you trying to make your, like, fresh soup? Or is this, 
Like, will you pick some soup up from, you know, like, I don't know, some prepared soups already? Like, no, I'm a, you no. want to make it. I'm a big soup maker. I like making soup. Okay. It's like you just grab like the leftovers of what's around your house. That's like going to your produce that's about to go bad in the yeah. in the drawer in the fridge. And you just like put it in a pot of water and you season it up and it's soup. Super. So when I watch crew in a couple of weeks, <laughs> you're going to have some, are you going to have some Spaniel left over for me in a crock pot? <laughs> I can make that happen. I can make that happen. Yeah, I'm not trying to say that I'm going to cook soup every day, but you know, we all know. Yeah, Penelope it, soup lasts for a week, so I want to yeah. eat soup every day. Nothing wrong with that. Hey, it is it is technically like an appetizer option at a restaurant. So start people, with a prot super. That's yeah, it. people do it. You get it at a cosmetics. <laughs> you do. All right, I'm gonna add that. I'm gonna add that. And guys, I just. So, you know, my Vuvu was always a big proponent of eat the soup last. He wouldn't oh. do appetizer soup. Like, the soup would come for, would not come first for Vuvu. Okay. Vuvu, Vuvu said the comida goes first, and then the soup brings shows The soup goes in second to fill all the holes. That's and so it makes sweet. perfect sense. Oh, that's precious. It does. It's kind of like the glue. The soup is the glue. <laughs> So my dad, there's a soup. Again, I don't know if it's something that my mom just throws last minute that she makes. I have no idea. You add like vinegar to it. It's like macaroni, potatoes. It's it's like it's like a red saucy kind of soupish. It's good. I've made, ate it since I was like a kid. But you add always like a little bit of an, uh, vinegar in it. But my dad, back in the day when he was a heavier drinker, he can't now because thanks to liver disease, um, he used to always add wine instead of the vinegar. <laughs> I cook with wine all the time. I just made meatballs with wine the other day. Like I went and bought a oh. bottle of wine just to make my meatballs with. No, but this is like after. Like you have the bowl, you have like the soup in your bowl and you're getting served. Uh, so you can add and- like vinegar after uh, like, as much as you want, right? He would do the wine. <laughs> That's great. Just a splash of vino on top. I might as well just leave it in the cup and just drink it, right? <laughs> right. All right. Let me go into another one here. No hair products. I don't do much with my hair. I'm very basic. It's always kind of straight. So I can kind of get on board. <laughs> But I also I do use products like after I like wash and shampoo. So I'm like a 50-50 on that. No, I'm talking like no shampoo. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no products, period. Like don't put nothing in your cabel. Uh. <laughs> I know we talked about this in an episode. I'll I'll support you. <laughs> I will you gotta remember like I am still single I know I know okay and listen to what just happened so I tried this for like the past two weeks and I think it's the thing that you're not supposed to do cold turkey like you're not supposed to just go from shampooing and conditioning your hair to like water only washes like Mm -hmm. overnight that's not how it works your body needs like a lot of time to like adjust your oil production on your scalp and shit and so I just 
like I do, I went cold turkey and I just went like two weeks and I, I was still washing my hair, scrubbing my scalp. I have like an exfoliator thing, like brush. Yeah. And just doing water washes. Last night, I had to get up out of bed at midnight because I was like, I can't take it anymore. My scalp was so fucking waxy. <laughs> I was like, I got to go shampoo. I went for a midnight shampoo last night. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did it smell or it was just waxy? It didn't smell. Honestly, okay. it didn't smell. It wasn't. It didn't feel like greasy. Like it wasn't necessarily greasy it was waxy and like i don't normally have like a dandruff issue but it looked like dandruff like it was just like just your scalp was just overproducing so much oil that it was just waxing out all over the place like it was like a vela somebody lit a vela on my head it was like wax (laughs) could you like brush through that or was it like it was rough you could, but like your hair just had this feeling that it was like not drying, like it was just staying wet. Like if you let it air dry, it wouldn't fully dry. Like it would just feel like oh, just waxy and okay. wet. Like you could blow dry it out, but still, like you had to really like bores bristle brush to like kind of try to spread it out. But like it was a whole last vala on my hair, like a whole candle. Oh, I had no idea you were trying this already. <laughs> So I gave in last night and honestly, so I washed, I just did like a full like shampoo last night and I woke up this morning and I was like, my hair feels phenomenal, (laughs) healthier and like more nourished than it had been two weeks ago before I started this. So So there's obviously a science to it. You just got to figure out the, you need to just figure out like the formula, but like it seems like it's a positive thing. Right. So I think two weeks was like too long to go just like cold turkey on my first try. But like, I think I can get there. That's impressive, though, to go that to go that long, though. It was it was interesting. (laughs) (laughs) I wore some hats some days. Some days were hat days. But yeah. Well, like, what do they do with like patients like in a hospital i know they do like a sponge bathy situation like you know like someone that's like in a coma that's been in a coma for like six months i know they do like a sponge bath but what do they do something with the hair like do they try to like wet the hair a little bit do they like i know they sponge sponge bath the body but what are they question i don't know the hair nurse friends help us out yes i mean dry shampoo maybe dry shampoo i don't know I don't know. I mean, was, what did they do in the Azores? They didn't have a Pantene Pro-V? No, they didn't. No. No. I know. <laughs> <laughs> right? They wish they probably did, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go ask my Vavo. Vavo, how'd you deal with your, your waxy hair when you were a kid? <laughs> but you know what? Like, here I am thinking, like, I can't do this because I'm still single. And I'm trying to find somebody. Like, well, I'm not actively trying to find somebody, but uh, down the road, I would like to. So I'm like, I can't do these things just yet because <laughs> I, I still need to present myself a certain way that I actually care about myself. <laughs> but our family, like our mothers, grandmothers, like they met men perfectly fine. They didn't have that shit and they still met a husband. So here's the thing with it. I think that 
the shampoo and conditioner and like all the stuff that we do put in our hair is like what makes it worse to come off of that stuff because the shampoo is like constantly stripping oils out of your hair right, right it's yeah. like acting like a detergent and so your scalp then has to like overproduce oils to try to compensate for the fact that you're drying it out every day by shampooing it mm-hmm. so back in the day Vavo, she never had the shampoo to begin with so her scalp was just producing normal levels of oil which is like natural and correct oh, yeah, so she true. probably wasn't waxy yeah yeah you know what i mean sense. It's almost like my body's just like detoxing from the, situ- <laughs> the situation. 35 no, 36. shampoo. <laughs> no alcohol. Yeah, that's that's a good one. Yeah. That's a respectable one. It's a goal to work towards. Yeah. Yeah. I've I've sort of already been working towards it. I drink a fraction of the alcohol that I used to drink. Yeah, like I'm not a big drinker either, so that's I could easily cut that out if I wanted to. It's just in in my old age, I'll have like one drink and I will just be like, my sleep was junk. The next day, I just like my digestive system is junk. Like it's not even like a hangover. It's just like no. your body is just like working in overdrive to process alcohol and it doesn't process it the way that it used to well the way that it used to process it was it would just eject it from my mouth but (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's not happening anymore (laughs) no anytime anytime I drink even back in the day anytime I drink I would not sleep I know like people that would get like super shit face and like from going out and then like they would sleep like the whole night and like whatever wake up super late but they would be like hungover and I would say no they're not sleeping well because they just drank the whole night so I know it's not a great sleep but they'll sleep me I'll like I'm up super early like if I was out say like till like midnight drinking I'll try to go to sleep I'll fall asleep by like 2 a.m and then like by 7 a.m I was up and I just feel this like I feel awful I don't feel good I'm like oh like so I just never slept well. No, your body can't get into the sleep pattern because it's processing yeah. alcohol. I'm I'm totally like turned off of alcohol in general. I'm, just, I'm on board. It's not doing it's- anything for me any longer. <laughs> so, but no, like I don't even have like alcohol in the house, but I don't go out of my way to be like, oh, I'm going to go to the liquor store and get a bottle of wine. No. Right. Like I... Yeah. It were up to me. My husband has his little. He's likes his little bar collection. He does, yeah. Afraid, but if it were up to me, like I would never go to the liquor store to purchase a bottle of alcohol. Right. Same. Yeah. If I'm at a restaurant, yeah, I I enjoy a fancy cocktail or whatever. But like lately, I'll either only do one for the whole evening, or I will do, or I'll just. Be like, nah, not tonight. I'm not drinking tonight. And mm-hmm. I'll just order a Coke or a ginger ale. And like people, people are getting better at it. But like they used to just look at me like I had five heads. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. I'm just, just not into it. <laughs> Isn't it so fucked up though? Because like what other substance would you push on someone the way that people push alcohol on people? Oh, God, I would hope not. <laughs> I would hope nothing else. <laughs> 
Do you know what I'm saying though? Like there's nothing like the, the way that alcohol is so common and we have entire like industries like built around marketing alcohol to people and making alcohol like this great thing, but like, you know, breweries and all the shit, right? In what other universe are you just being like, hey, I'm going to open a new business. It's a, uh, we're going to poison our bodies together. Do you guys want to <laughs> <laughs> come on in? You're going to pay to poison your body. Like yeah. what? You no know what I mean? Hopefully no one's pushy dude is too cocaine. <laughs> like, no, I'm good. Yeah, no, I know. I know. No, but, but people push alcohol that way and they make you feel guilty if you're not, mm-hmm. if you're the one that's not drinking. Fixing or mending broken things. So I feel like we live in a society where things are just like if something breaks, you just throw it out and you just get a new one. If a button falls off a shirt, you're just like, oh shirts going in the trash new shirt right because things are just not made like they're used to and things are just like disposable and you could just buy another one and replace it just as easily as repairing or mending something broken but i just feel like that's so wasteful and i just feel like it's just not a good practice so i'm gonna get in touch with my azorian roots and i'm gonna do a little studa (laughs) i have a little basket right now next to the couch where all of the things that get ripped or have a hole or lost a button, they all go into this basket and it has my little sewing kit there. And then I sit on the couch while I watch TV at night and I will just like sew up the garment and it's kind of a hack job. Like I don't actually yeah. know what I'm doing. The button is nice. The button is easy to sew on because the button has like four little holes and you just go through the holes with the... <laughs> it's already it's already telling you what to do. <laughs> it's, like a t- it's like a template, right? But I've sewn other things. Like one time I was sewing a hole in my husband's shirt and I accidentally sewed like the front of the shirt to the back of the shirt so then he couldn't <laughs> put it on. <laughs> so that was the fuck up, but you don't know unless you try. So maybe I'll get better at it someday. It does the job. I will tell you that. My daughter thinks I'm the world's greatest sewer. Oh, that's all that matters. Oh. My dog will eat one of her stuffies, like eyes off or something, or like bite a hole in the stuffy. And I have sewn all of her stuffies back up. And she thinks I'm like Dr. Mommy. She thinks I'm the world's best sewer. Nobody can sew like Mommy can just to put her stuffies back together. So that's all that matters. So when she needs to get her wedding dress <laughs> altered, <laughs> is she coming to you? <laughs> when she gets married in like 30-something years. <laughs> um, By that point, <laughs> hopefully I'll have trained her well enough that she's just not even going to do a wedding. <laughs> I can second that absolutely it's a whole business <laughs> we won't get into <laughs> so i just want to mend things fix things instead of throwing them away like my i had a little hand vacuum like a little dyson hand vac that wasn't it stopped working and i was like i don't know what the hell's wrong with this thing and i like took it apart the other day i was just like i wasn't using it because i'm like it's broken it doesn't work anymore right took it apart i had to like take all the pieces apart like clean the whole thing out like pull all the hairs out of it like too i know it's like sounds so stupid but like just little things and then i was like oh oh look it works i did it to my washing machine too i had to like revamp i took my parts of my washing machine the other day because it was like draining all over the ground 
fixed it. Fixed the damn thing. One YouTube video. <laughs> it's all it takes. Dude, I did that with my thermostat for my dad. I just looked up a YouTube video. I was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> I will say, I, I will always try to see if I can fix something before having to chuck it and buy like a replacement. I always like to try to at least see if I can. Like, I know this is sound horrible because like, well, I can, they can kind of get expensive, like Christmas lights. So every year you take out your Christmas lights and you know a string, half a string works, half a string, the other half doesn't work. So I actually try to take the time <laughs> to try to fix them. <laughs> I love that. That's that's perfect. That's you're spot on. You're hitting the goal. Because growing up, my dad would do that. Like my dad was really good at trying to find out like what bulb it is. And then you can like replace the bulbs and then like the little thing that comes out where like the plug is there's like a little thing there there's bulbs in there that you can replace too and uh my dad did that growing up so it kind of just stuck with me to try to do that my mom's like ah just I put the polish I'll go get another one I'll go get another string of lights and I'm like no it's like it's just half isn't working so it's gotta just be an easy thing <laughs> well and the thing is like the price of goods now is such that like you could literally go for three dollars you can go to the store and buy a new string of christmas lights like it's not going to cost you barely anything so it's like the convenience and the ease and the ability to just be like oh just throw it out and just go buy a new one but like there's just the trash and the waste and like it's just for what and fix it mend it and the reason why i try to like mend it too because it's like we'll be in the middle of doing the christmas lights And like, oh, these don't work. So now it's like, I got to stop when I'm like, I don't want to stop what I'm doing and like run to the store to go get lights. Like, I want to try to fix it so I can continue with the Christmas lights. (laughs) So you don't give a F about the environment. It's it's just about Kelly's schedule. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you just put Christmas lights this year for the first time, right? (laughs) I did. I did. And it was a grand pain in the ass. Let me know how you feel about it in a few years when half of them don't work. It's such a pain. Mm-hmm. Okay. So how I feel about New Year's resolutions, I know they're great to have because it's something to look forward to. But like, I always feel like there's a lot of pressure to them. Like, you know, if you say like you want to work out and people like sign up for the gym and then by March, they don't go to the gym anymore. So. As I'm going to try, I don't have necessarily a resolution, like I'm going to eat healthy or this, like, or I'm going to work out. Like, I just, I know this sounds so like bland. I just want to try to be a better person. Like, if that makes any sense. (laughs) Like, I don't think I'm an awful person, but like, I want to just be like a better person, like maybe like a better daughter for my parents, which I think. I'm already like top notch <laughs> with that because you mount doctor's appointments. I got to go with them. Like, come on, like your son doesn't even do that for you. But like a better friend, like I want to be there more for my friends. Maybe a better girlfriend if I ever, <laughs> if I date somebody in 2024, we'll see. But I just want to be like overall, like a better person. I want to like not judge so quickly. Like, I just want to try to be kinder. I I love that train of thought. I think that's perfect. And I tried I tried to, to do a little bit of that last year for myself mm-hmm. because I I I needed to do that also. Yeah. 
And I think I just saw it posted somewhere recently that somebody said something like, if you see someone doing something that makes them happy and isn't hurting anybody, let it go. Let them be. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't exactly. fucking involve you. Just, just fucking let it go. Like, you don't need to get worked up about it. You don't need to be like judging them. Like, just fucking let it go. Right. Well, like if it's like so right absolutely that's how it should be but like it's hard sometimes especially if it's like a friend or a family member you get like worked up sometimes you're kind of like oh like you know and then like i'll gossip with like my mom sometimes about it like i'll be like oh i don't understand like i just don't get why like i don't get why they do this like you know and like my dad sometimes joining in and i'm like i just have to stop i'm like i can't do that like it is what it is like hopefully they'll figure their stuff out <laughs> I think we talked about something similar in one of our early episodes where you feel like you're being judged or that people are thinking something negatively about you when you are doing that about other people. And yeah. so this, the second that you let it go about other people and you don't judge people or think those negative thoughts, you stop thinking that they're doing the same to you. you right. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it allows you, it opens up your world to just be like, I don't care what people think. They might not be thinking about me at all. Who gives a shit? Usually what people are dealing with has zero to do with you. You know what I mean? Like you always tend to think that everything comes back to you, but it, it's like you're not the center of everybody's world. Everybody has their own shit going on yeah. and they likely don't think about you at all. Exactly. So yeah, just do your thing. Live your life. Yeah. And that goes also to like hand in hand with like, Obviously, like, while you were away in Portugal, when I talked to you after, when you came back, like, I went through a whole situation with my, <laughs> with my health, <laughs> I guess, right? And you knew how freaked out I was by it. And thankfully, like, it worked out that I'm good. That really freaked the shit out of me. It's, your life can change in a matter of literally a day, a second, a biopsy, like, anything can change and I'm like I just I need to be more appreciated like more appreciative of what I have because all I could think about when I was going through that time like I'm like oh my god if I am sick like I can't I can't help my parents that was my biggest thing was like how am I gonna help my parents if I'm sick you know what I mean like they're elderly I'm I'm helping them but now it's like shit so I just I want to be like I want to be less negative-ish <laughs> and less worried about what other people are thinking or what they're doing with their lives. And I just want to be like more appreciative of like what I have in my life. I'm all for it. I'm going to read through the rest of my list quickly and then we'll go back and talk about a couple of these Perfect. in a little more detail. Okay. So no seed oils. I've talked about that on other episodes about removing seed oils from my diet. I'm 90% of the way there. Yeah. So just, just trying to get the rest of the, the way. No food dyes, no plastic, no fast fashion, buy secondhand or thrift things, make my own foods from scratch, grow in my garden. Good fucking luck with me on that one, but we're going to try. <laughs> I want to pronounce this Higgy, but it's not. It's Huga. Yeah, I know. I have a hard time saying that. The Swedish practice of huga. Yep. H-Y-G-G-E. Um, increasing my activity levels. Walk more. 
And my last one that I know Kelly is dying to know about, it says build an igloo. (laughs) So do we jump right into that one or do we just quickly discuss others on the list? (laughs) We'll save the igloo for last. Okay. So, uh, yes, I'm on board. I do. I I walk already enough, but I definitely want to walk more. I plan on, I think I want to buy a watch. I'm always on and off about getting an Apple watch, but I think I do. Ooh, you got one. I just got it uh, last weekend. Oh, nice. I, I, I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to do it. Like I, and then. I'm going to caution you. I'm going to caution you on the Apple watch. You're going to overanalyze all the details of your health on it. Cause it like monitors your like heart rate and shit. And like. I just need you to be in a good headspace before you get the watch. Because That's what I'm nervous about. You're actually. gonna you're gonna think you're dying. Like it already told me I had like really low like heart rate yeah. variability, and I'm like <laughs> I was googling shit, and I was like, "That's it." Um, that, that's what I I'm got four about. days to live. <laughs> <laughs> that I got one for my dad, but like he doesn't look at any of that stuff. It's just more for him to see how many like steps and stuff he's counted. So. And I don't even bother looking at that stuff for him because I know his is going to be like negative everything. <laughs> so that's also why I haven't gotten it because I don't know if it's going to make my OCD worse. So I, I, we, I We need to have a longer conversation about this. Off okay. Air. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> and what other ones did I want to mention? Oh, the... Again, the Swedish word that I also don't know how to pronounce. I always want to say hiji, but I know that's not it. <laughs> I think it's huga. I think it is. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, I'm down for that too. And I just want to add in like, I want to meditate. Like I actually want to try and like meditate because Chelsea Handler talks about it all the time on her podcast and how it did wonders for her. Granted, she's rich. <laughs> So she's got a lot of money to help solve a lot of her problems. But she talks about it all the time. And she loves it. And she always talks about it with her callers that call in that need, like, advice. And she always recommends it. So I want to try and meditate. Do you remember our seventh grade teacher Mm -hmm. would make us meditate? Yes! Oh, my God! (laughs) He did! Wasn't it, like... After lunch or before lunch? Or all I'm gonna say is that I just volunteered yesterday for a lunch and recess studio at my daughter's elementary school, and they could have used a pre and post meditation because those kids were out of fucking control. <laughs> yeah, I felt bad when you texted me saying that you had volunteered. I was like, oh man, you had yourself a day. <laughs> So I think our seventh grade teacher was on to something by instilling the practice of meditation for us. But I just remember feeling it was very odd at the time because we would like sit down on the f- the floor mm-hmm. and like uh, cross our legs. Like, oh my god, I forgot about <laughs> like, that. But you're right, he did, he did. And I think some schools are incorporating some like wellness into classes. Right, they're focusing more on like the whole student and like social emotional learning, where that was not like. I think they, for us. No. They, <laughs> they taught us about Doge. <laughs> yeah. You you know how to, you need to know how to say in the name of the Father and Son and the Holy Spirit in Portuguese, okay? Do you want to get into the igloo? Yes. Yes. Okay, Melissa, build an igloo. What is that? 
I just want to build an igloo. I, you know better than anyone that we have tried several attempts in our youth to build an igloo, and we would only get the wall up like two and a half feet, we and did. then it would be too cold, and we'd have to go inside, or like it was we were out there for four hours trying to build our igloo, and like we never finished it. And so I've only built portions of an igloo, and I just think if we had a good winter with a lot of snowfall that I would love to spend a ton of time outside building an igloo with my daughter, a nice way to get fresh air, to be outside. I already have like my whole deck is cleared off. I think I'm, I think the igloo is going on my deck. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I was trying to research like ways I can do this. I've seen people where they like do like they actually put water in containers to f- outside to freeze it and it turns to ice and then you like shake it out and you get a block of ice yeah yeah, and, yeah. Like, you can actually stack blocks of ice instead of making it with snow and i was like all right that might be a little bit above my my commitment level to the <laughs> igloo but i do want to build some kind of little snow dome if you will on my back deck and i, I might go read a book out there i don't know what i'm gonna do with it <laughs> Um, just so you know, if it snows when I watch your dog, <laughs> I might go out there and try to attempt it for you. Not all of it, probably. Like, at least some of it. <laughs> Bring your snow pants. Okay. <laughs> oh, no, I like that. That's awesome. I So, so that's how they get the squares. You know how, like, when you see an igloo, like, it's always, like, it looks like the square, like, blocks. Is that how they do it? Is they freeze it? They, like, freeze it into a thing outside. So I've seen people do it where I don't. I think they were using, like, milk jugs or milk cartons, like old milk cartons or something. And they would fill it up with water and then put it outside to freeze. And then they would just, like, cut the milk carton away from the, oh. the thing. And it would just be, like, block. And I mean, like, big milk cartons, not, like, not the little ones you got at lunch in the elementary yeah. school. <laughs> <laughs> that would take a fucking long time to build brick by brick like that. <laughs> but the... Like a half gallon, I guess, size okay. or something. And it would make like a brick size and you'd stack them all up. Okay. So out of all your resolutions, I want you to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> you um, can never figure out the roof. The <laughs> roof is a challenge, but I'm going to do it this year. You and your husband are engineers. I know. I know. <laughs> Let's just cross our fingers for a cold, snowy winter. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'll have I'll have frost on that. <laughs> All right, thank you guys for listening. We will be back tomorrow with another episode. And happy New Year! Follow us on Instagram at underscore it's called culture. <laughs>